Welcome once again to The Lowdown with Chelan County Sheriff Brian Burnett. Sheriff, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Randy. Hey, we have a lot of ground to cover today. Yeah. First of all, let's start with uh, some promotions within the Sheriff's Office. And I know we have some new hires. Where do you want to go with that? Well, we're, we're just coming off of promotions today. Uh, um, a lot of stuff and a lot of good change happening here at the Chelan County Sheriff's Office. We're gonna, we promoted three sergeants this afternoon. Um, and those are uh, one, Lucas McComas. Lucas has been with us uh, since March of 2015. And he's going to be taking over our traffic emphasis unit known as TEU. And he'll be running that squad. And we'll be working closely with the other sergeants as well, just because as we get into manpower shortages or different things like that, uh, they may have to fill in and help out with uh, patrol as well as an augmentation. Uh, but TEU is really to, out there to support public work safety projects. Um, we also have weights and measure enforcement, Hulk vehicle. Uh, but then just going in and hitting uh, when public works are working on specific uh, road projects to go in and, and give them support. And then also identifying, you know, just roadway safety, uh, county liability issues and, and helping determine that. And obviously going after aggressive drivers, aggressive drivers that makes the highways uh, around here locally uh, a little more dangerous. So we want to keep our highways safe for you and your loved ones. And our second promotion is Austin Key. Uh, Austin joined us in uh, January of 2017. He was a lateral hire from Quincy PD. Uh, Austin comes in with a lot of traffic experience himself as well. Uh, and uh, he's going to be um, taken over as our night shift uh, patrol supervisor, Sergeant. Uh, he'll be replacing Sergeant Brent Frank, who's going to be sliding over into our uh, new, what we call our training sergeant position with all of our bi-monthly annual in-service and our patrol tactics uh, regional training program that we go here. Uh, sergeant Frank's going to be uh, heading that up and, and trying to take our training program to a new organizational level. Um, and just so we can, what we can provide the services for our staff and, and, and other agencies regionally as well. And then our third promotion today, it was Chris Akel. Uh, Deputy Akel's been with us since uh, January of 2008. Uh, he's going to be assigned to the city of uh, Chelan as our city of Chelan sergeant, one of our contract cities that we have a, a full-time permanent sergeant up there. And uh, Chris is going to do a great job. Chris has been on our tactical team for quite a few years. Uh, he's also a field training officer, as is Austin Key and Lucas McComas. I know Lucas McComas is also our drone uh, program uh, a coordinator, such uh, was really um, key and uh, bringing on uh, some grant funding. And uh, actually, one of our drone operators is just doing a great job there. And uh, we're going to have some more promotions probably coming up later in the year as we have a, a supervisor that's getting ready to, to leave the agency. And, uh, and also, Randy, we're, we're um, welcoming in two new entry-level deputies that started with us this morning. Uh, one is, uh, uh, her name is Amber Duplay. Uh, and it, and it, just a little bit of history there. She comes from a, a law enforcement background as far as her father is a longtime uh, Seattle PD canine officer. Um, so carrying on the family tradition. And then Angel Guerrera. Uh, Angel comes from us from, uh, he's a pro with a juvenile probation. So already working for Chelan County with his goal of to come in to, to be a Chelan County Sheriff's deputy, wanted to stay local, 
And so we welcome both Amber and Angel uh, to the team. Uh, they'll be coming on and do some pre-training prior to the academy. Uh, it looks like uh, we'll be sending them to the academy in either November or December. Um, sometimes that's a little bit of a lengthy wait as we try to get our new recruits in there. And also we had a lot more uh, hiring going on. We got a lot more people in the background process and interview process. And we have, we're going to be welcoming Jordan Kanastan. He's a lateral police officer out of North Dakota. Uh, that has some ties here to North Central Washington. Uh, Jordan will be starting with us uh, this month on the 17th. And then also uh, we're doing some background, wrapping up some backgrounds on a, a lateral out of Arizona that uh, we hope to have uh, with us by mid-October. And then we're still working on a couple more positions. So lots of opportunity, a lot of growth, and a lot of movement here in Chelan County Sheriff's Office here recently. Sheriff Renette, what is the, I, I know it's a complicated process, but What's some of the criteria and just a, a brief overview of the process to apply for and become a sergeant? Well, in Washington State, we were garnered under the uh, civil service rules and regulation. And so we run by the top rule of five. So civil service hearing examiner, along with the civil service board, uh, will oversee uh, our, our hiring process. We run through... Um, publicsafetytesting.com. So they will administer the, the written test. Those scores are passed along to the agencies that those candidates and those applicants are saying that they'd like to test for. We get those test scores and we say, hey, we have X amount of openings. Civil service examiner says, I need X amount of names so we can bring those in for the oral interviews. They take their oral interview score. They combine it with a with their written score and you get an overall score and then they're ranked in that one through 10, let's say list. And then we have the rule of five as we can take and, and we'll bring those candidates in and then we will, what we do at apply an administrative interview. It's myself and uh, several members of my command staff, my appointed positions. And we interview those. It's really a low key uh, interview that just says, uh, hey, is this applicant a good fit for the Chelan County Sheriff's Office? And also, is the Chelan County Sheriff's Office a good fit for this applicant? Because it's a it's a marriage. You want it to work out so you have a long-term good working relationship that's productive for both the employee and the employer, Chelan County and the Chelan County Sheriff's Office. And so once we get into that, we can do a pre-employment background letter uh, offering basically to start a background process for that candidate. And it includes a polygraph, uh, uh, an extensive background check, uh, an investigation that we now hire an outside investigator. We used to do that inside with our own detective's office. Unfortunately, <laughs> the, the workload that uh, our detectives are carrying are extremely is extremely high. Uh, so we hire outside investigators for that, and it streamlines the process. Usually within 10 to 14 days, they have that background process back to us, and we can move that person forward. To finalize, uh, two last pieces is a medical uh, clearance. Uh, it's just a basic uh, uh, medical and uh, drug screening, and then also what we call a pre-employment psychological exam. It's pretty extensive, and it's not necessarily what a person would say was like, but don't you already know that when you're hiring these people and they've been through these processes and all these interviews that they're already not crazy? No, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about is the fit, the job description, um, through this testing process, do they fit this and, and do they qualify as a good candidate? They also look at different things like uh, what's their stress level and, 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 and a 
coping mechanism, uh, emotional intelligence, uh, addiction levels. And so you're on a, you're looking for indicators that would say, oh boy, this person might be, you know, prone to this and different things. And then the, the, the psychologist actually ranks them according to the job description. And then we get basically a report card back with, you know, narratives on that with any indication that there's concern and you get a real good feel for the person's background uh, and, and their aptitude towards this job, job placement. And so it's, it's, it's a really good uh, piece of information to have. And then once that's done, uh, then we give them their um, what we call employment offer and it will offer them a, uh, their start date with all of their steps and increases and different things when it comes to pay longevity and different things like that moving forward in the past agencies used to give what they called a conditional offer of employment early on trying to lock that candidate down because you're always competing with the other agencies sometimes these candidates are testing for multiple agencies could be four five six or even more and so it gets competitive out there so when you get a a highly ranked candidate that you want to uh, have come work at your agency you've got to you've got to find a reason to move that process forward as quickly as possible to be able to uh, entertain them on, on a job offer and actually have them accept but uh, um, the, the, the state laws and regulations now don't allow you to do that. So we go straight from the pre-employment background uh, letter to uh, to the employment letter. Chelan County Sheriff Brian Burnett joining us on the lowdown this time out. Brian Burnett, look, search and rescue is a very vital part of your office. And really, you know, kind of based on the recreating going on in our area, Let's talk about the new piece of equipment for Chelan County Search and Rescue. Yeah, we just we budgeted in, I think maybe the last two years, and because of supply and demand, weren't able to get this purchased when we added again to the 2022 budget is a UTV. Uh, so it's a uh, uh, four-person uh UTV all-terrain vehicle has a back a compartment carrier uh, that can that's capable of packing people, equipment, and even uh, a, a rescue litter. If you have an injured person that we're going to be packing out, and it allows us to access uh, even for um, doing notifications for emergency notifications for fire evacuation notices and such like that. So a lot of different things we can use this for. We're actually able to access what we call Title III for service money. So a portion of this uh, will be paid through that uh, Title III money um, that we're designated uh, and, and it allows us to do this. We finally, finally located one in California and we'd already purchased a trailer for one. Uh, we're sending staff down this week to go uh, get <laughs> rescue that rescue vehicle and able to get it back up here and utilize it. Uh, I think we're at, at uh, on tracking already now for the year, I think 50, 51 uh, active search and rescues. Uh, so it's been a busy, busy year. And here we are, this is the first week of September. Um, so we're going to end up with many more. So obviously looking for probably close to a record year for search and rescues. Not all of them would uh, need the use of this vehicle and this piece of equipment, but many of them would. And so this is something that we can access and, and utilize for quite some time to come. And you keep that centrally located for deployment when needed. We do. We keep that out in our sunny slope area at our heliport where we have our helicopters and a lot of other search and rescue and, and other equipment as well. And this came in at a total price of $36,000 after taxes, uh, I think freight and taxes. Well, certainly congratulations on that. And that coupled with the sea uh, dues we talked about last week, uh, it sounds like equipment wise, you're pretty well set for the time being? 
Well, it's always something you need to be forecasting and, and moving forward. I mean, when it comes to, you know, we have motorcycles and snowmobiles and, and uh, you know, watercraft and, and all the different type of rescue equipment for, like this to, um, you know, equipment for our SWAT teams as well. So it's an ongoing process trying to make sure that you can keep up on that, plan ahead uh, and, and keep them when they're going to be, you know, you want mission specific equipment that's actually going to help them uh, perform better at the job, especially when it comes to life-saving type of missions, uh, anything that can help the process speed up the process and minimize the time for, uh, you know, a severely injured person is, is to me is money well spent. Sheriff, thanks for the update on that. The new hires, congratulations on bolstering the staff, by the way. Well, it's a working process, Randy. We got a long ways to go. We'll probably be hiring another three or four, um, at least, uh, maybe up to six by this time next year. Before we move on to our public safety tip for the week, was there anything else uh, you wanted to bring up for today's lowdown? Yeah, we've had some uh, some of our residents uh, receiving some fraudulent type of phone calls. One asking them to identify and give them certain pen numbers for access cards, uh, and then. The ploy that comes with that is, hey, if you don't do this, there's a warrant for your arrest and we're going to come and get you. Uh, first of all, Shelly County Sheriff's Office will not warn you that we're going to come and arrest you for a warrant. That's a <laughs> severe officer safety issue. That's just not something we do. We would never call you and ask you for some any type of uh, access um, card device or PIN number. Um, it's just not something that any law enforcement agency would do. And so if you get any type of activity or phone calls or online stuff like that, know that that is not legit and somebody's trying to fraudulently take your money. And so Let's what do you want to do about that? You need to call your local uh, dispatch center and you can call 911. But if it's not an emergency situation, um, we just uh, ask that you call Rivercom Dispatch Center at 509 663 9911. And let's get it assigned to the appropriate agency so they can investigate appropriately. What's the reality of catching some of these culprits pulling these scams or frauds? Uh, it's, it's, it's really slim. But what we like to do is we like to, if we don't, if you don't report it, we're not going to know it. Right. And so everybody that has this happen to them, if you can call in, the likelihood of slowing it down or minimizing it or actually getting it you know, assigned to uh, maybe even a federal agency. A lot of these um, online type of fraudulent activity is coming from another country. So we may or may not be able to do something about it, but at least get let's get it reported and documented. And if you are fraudulently, uh, um, something happens to you, you have documentation that you may need to be taken to your banking organization. Well, we're heading into a great weekend with the Chelan County Fair coming up. Uh, Thursday is opening day. Friday, it's going to be sunny and right around 82. In my world, perfectly pleasant weather. That's great weather uh, following up from Labor Day weekend. We hope that everyone had a great Labor Day weekend as our kids are getting back to school. Again, we talked about uh, school zone safety. Can never speak enough on that is pay attention. Uh, no distracted drivers. Um, and so we can... Uh, remain what we call our i guess the end of our summer moving into fall some of the best weather that we can have around here well i think that's going to do it for this edition of the lowdown what do you think i think we're good to go everybody have a great fair weekend Schland county sheriff brian burnett again thank you for your service god bless and thank you for your time thank you randy 
I'm your host, Randy Rhodes. Join us next time on The Lowdown with the Chelan County Sheriff's Office.